2: Hello, everyone. Happy Monday to you, May 24th, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Grouch, Justin Kalen here on your Monday morning. Starting a new week, but the good news is the weekend has a little treat for us because it's a long weekend. Woohoo! this week it's worth it we can get through it we'll get through it together but it starts with a monday nick Roush, how you doing i'm doing well
1: doing well a little uh little slow moving this monday morning it's just uh, it's such a good weekend you know you want to you don't want it to end no you never want it to
2: end right
1: not never. I mean, sometimes I kind of have a little puppet messed up to to get on to join Radio Land. But uh, this morning, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I'm just feeling extra Monday today. But we'll 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 put that in the past. We'll put that in the rearview mirror. Get fired up and talk about
2: some good stuff, shall we? Sounds good to me, Justin. How are you? I am good. I
0: had a nice, really relaxing weekend on the lake. Got some sun finally now that we're damn near in June, but. Yeah, it was a good weekend. I'm I'm doing good. Uh, it's Monday. Right back to it. The... What lake would would that be? You have you have a place at the lake? Uh, we go to Potoka. We do not have a place. Uh, my buddy's got some boats, uh, so we went out there and camped this weekend. Typically, we don't camp. Typically, we just go out there for a day or two. But yeah, it was fun. Where's uh, where's about Pataki Lake? Uh, Patoka oh, yeah. is about 30 yeah. minutes from French Lick.
2: Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, it was it was a good time. Well, that, that's awesome. Good good. I view. saw my
0: fair share of cicadas. Let me tell you, boys, they're here.
2: Well, it's still funny. It's still like a neighborhood thing in Louisville. Some yeah. of them are just absolutely like flooded with them. And then here in Lennytown, we're doing just fine. Yep. I still haven't seen one on my property.
1: We're staying on a beachfront, too. I guess the roll callers are just too good looking for
2: cicadas. But then I was, you know, I've been... You go to the Highlands, even some places in St. Matthews, but not all places in St. Matthews. And then uh, like around Crescent Hill area, some of those spots, they are also flooded with cicadas where they are everywhere. So if somebody knows why they're in some parts and why they're in others, the, the only thing I can think of is like old big trees. It seems like they like those more, but there's. Plenty of old big trees in the South End, Roush, and there's even some in Linden as well. But uh, right, how-
1: like I'm by Iroquois Park, <laughs> you know, it's a pretty, you, pretty big been, old park.
2: Have you been to Iroquois since yeah. the, and no haven't, cicadas there?
1: Yeah, I haven't heard them, seen them, nothing. It's weird.
2: My mom's house, I swear, they were like they were everywhere. I mean, any tree on the fence, they it, it was how I remembered it. But then again in my you go to my yard and you wouldn't even know that there's you wouldn't even see one.
0: Maybe you all will be affected by the next brood in twenty twenty five. That could well, wouldn't it be twenty twenty eight? No, there's another brood coming in twenty
2: twenty five. Or no 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. No, thirty eight. 38 yeah. would be the next 17 years. Sorry, forgot yeah. what year we were in there for a second. Uh, but, yeah, I know that there's, like, different ones that come, but the 17-year one's supposed to be the big dog, right?
0: I mean, that's what like they the say, NASA. but the one coming next, or in 2025, is supposedly a pretty big one as well, and it affects more of Kentucky. No, Hmm.
2: Interesting. The more you know. Yeah, the more you know. Uh, yeah, the, the heat this weekend, Justin, I think you had the right call going to – a lake very hot uh, i was in the the thick of it golfing we touched 90. yeah yeah we think our tea time too was 11 30. it was uh by the end it was just like i need a pool some like a i need a, some body of water i don't care i'm just going to need to soak into something uh but able to find a buddy's pool and invite myself over there so that was enjoyable and uh, golf still fun even if you absolutely play terribly and you're in miserable heat i thought we were supposed to have a cool off this week but it's still going to be like mid 80s i just think it's supposed to rain a lot more than it did last week so we shall see but like we said long weekend on the horizon we'll get there and we had a pretty busy weekend of sports to talk about as well the nba was exciting we had baseball uh you name it we had it and we got a lot to talk about on today's show
1: we certainly do i um man i was not ready for that 90 degree heat though like th- th- that was first time dealing with a child like i'm let me see oh you know he's just a baby i he got really re- really toasty at a, a grad party we were at and i just i didn't even know what to do i'm like do i just take his shirt off like i don't how do you cool him down he just wants to run around but it's 90 degrees outside it was uh of course it led to a big stink but uh you know oh. we got through it we moved on Uh, But yeah, he, he was not happy with us. Fill us in on the stink. He just, it it was one of those where you could see him getting redder and it was like, okay, I think, I think it's time time we go and it, it took going home and getting, like completely naked and just walking around in the shade outside because he, he he likes outside. He's still an outside creature habit and hanging down the air conditioning under a fan a little bit before he would finally calm down. But there was a good 20 or 30 minutes where he was just, he was very mad because he was very hot. And I think it's a very relatable moment for all of us. Sometimes I just want to cry when it's a thousand degrees outside.
2: Can relate. Yeah. I, I also don't like the heat. You tell Duke he's only got about, Oh, I don't know. 80 to 100 more Kentucky summers of that so get used <sighs> to it pal yeah
1: yeah but we did uh he did play we, we got his uh he's got a couple water toys that you know basically like a you know south, south end pool not 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 uh above ground or anything by that but we got a little water table for him to play in and this this other little inflatable kind of thing so he enjoyed that yesterday and it was it was actually nice in the shade it's just if you weren't in the shade it was who you were cooking
2: yeah if i remember correctly we had a pretty mild summer all things considered last year doesn't mean there wasn't hot stretches there were but uh in like middle to heading into late may seems a little early yeah, I think we're
1: going to get a little bit of reprieve later on in the week, but uh, yeah, it, it, that's what we get. We had a real nice spring, so summer's coming back with a vengeance. Um, but hey, at least it was nice and cool at Churchill down Saturday night.
2: You were at Churchill on Saturday too? Oh, yeah. Thursday and Saturday? Wow.
1: Yep, uh, won it. man, she she likes to win at Churchill. Love that horse. Won the eight bells last year. Good at getting me money. Uh, and also, it's just... It's it's kind of fun to go at night. Uh, there's it's a different kind of crowd. It's a real who's who of folks. Ran into a roll caller or two. So, uh good times always in the paddock.
2: What? Uh, how was the cowboy theme?
1: Nobody. I mean, there was maybe a handful of women who put their hair in braids and had like ruffly dresses on or something. But oh, and there was one guy who had on jorts. In like a cowboy hat and cowboy boots, but for the most part, nobody gave a damn about their theme. Wow. Anybody in a cowboy's jersey, exactly, did not, did not see cowboy's jersey. So, very light on the themes. Very light on the themes.
2: Well, that's how you know it's a bad theme. If people don't do it, it's a bad theme.
1: Hmm. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So, what's the next one? Do they have another one?
1: Uh, it'll be in June.
2: I, I don't. I haven't. Haven't looked ahead yet. All right, Nick Roush has to come up for a theme for Derby in June. What what are you coming up with? Uh, I would probably
1: do like an 80s night. I feel like the 80s are really in right now. And in June, it's hot, it's summer. You can wear really loud clothes and not
2: be, you know, uh, still, still be
1: white, if you
2: will. You know, it would be a good, easy one if they ever just like couldn't come up with an idea. What's just, that? Just like school pride and you could keep it pretty generic so like people could wear like high school college yeah grade yeah. school if you wanted to and it'd, it'd be you know probably get people feeling like oh i want to support my school and uh, that, that'd be an easy one good and you'd get everybody wearing their colors at the uh a churchill at night get get some get some friendly banter going with yeah. one another get more pretty drinks fun. blowing yeah that'd be an easy that'd be an easy one to it- go
1: with it's still weird whenever, because it's one thing when they do the Thursday night, because the race is kind of end as it's getting dark. Still weird whenever it's dark outside and they're they're having the, like, you're like, wait, am I supposed to be here right now?
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I bet someday in our lifetime we'll get a derby that's under the lights.
1: Yeah, I still think they'll... It would be like at Twilight, like they would try to keep it around there. But, yeah, you know how TV networks, they try to cater the West Coast. I could see that very well happening.
2: I could just see them trying it one year, making it a big thing, seeing if they like it or not, and then maybe ultimately going. Yeah, I I do agree with the Twilight, but I just think they're going to try it at some point. They're going to see if they like it, and uh, I'd be fine with trying it at one point. I wouldn't want it to be the norm. All right, Justin, what theme are you coming up with?
0: Oh man, I didn't know I was supposed to be thinking here. Um I really like your your school thought, uh whether it's high school or college. 80s night is good as well. Um
1: What oh, about man. CEOs and office hoes? <laughs>
0: hey, I'm I'm here for that. Yeah, that's my answer. You those that
1: that, that that was of the of the theme parties back in our college days, that one was always the it was kind of like at first it was like, "Oh man, this is hilarious! This is a great idea," and then it just, you know, like anything, it gets old. I, there was a lot of whenever you got the "and," it was always a "oh, what's it going to be?" There's always some kind of goofy uh, thing. I'm trying, I'm trying to recall some more besides CEOs and office hose. There, Terry.
2: Well, of course, the good old fashioned ABC parties. ABC, anything but clothes.
1: Oh yeah, and those were all. That was so lame because it was. It took too much work.
2: Wait, am I under the impression that you love the CEO parties, but you didn't love the ABCs parties? Well, because nobody ever did it
1: when it was the the anything but close. Like what? It just. It never. It it never followed through. It was. It was too difficult a task. Hmm. I always enjoyed what those.
2: That's when people got did the you, most what did creative. You yeah, you, uh, you could just you could just wear like a bedsheet. You could wear anything but clothes. It didn't matter. It wasn't yeah. so much about what the boys wore. Roush.
1: Oh, you're oh. exactly right. Like I remember a woman just getting that caution tape and wrapping herself in that. That was impressive.
2: Yeah, those were all, that was always a good costume. Uh, uh, Justin, still haven't gotten the theme from you, buddy.
0: I what I mean, this is going to sound really lame because I didn't put anything together. But what about like a a doppelganger night? Dresses dresses people as whoever people say you look like.
2: I love it. I actually do like that. <laughs> I <Justin>. love it. That. <laughs> good. That'd be All great. Right. You can get people, you can get people doing funny stuff. You can get people doing serious stuff. You probably would get people that actually really look like people that they're dressing up as. You can get some people where you'd be like, oh my gosh, they think they look like so-and-so. Oh my that they're they're way out of line there. Uh it'd be awesome. That's a that's I think that's my favorite, Justin. Well done. Love it. Thank you. Wow. You did it. I, I just I googled best party themes. Number 1, Alice in Wonderland. Who, who who's been to an Alice in Wonderland party? Theme? I I went to a, a one-year-old's
1: Alice in Wonderland
2: theme party. But
1: like the, everybody
2: the, the adults didn't dress up in Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> no, it
1: was just the child.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Cuz hey, go as the mad hatter? I don't know. Another one says Bond 007 theme. Is that just dressing up nicely? Yeah, pretty much. Somebody said casino in Vegas theme. That'd be Ooh, fun. That that that's fun,
1: but that's also like James Bond kind of to an extent, I guess. the uh, The women could go as showgirls or something as a alternative to just an evening gown.
2: And then Disney party—that'd be a safe one. Everybody, anybody could find a Disney character they want to dress up as.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I'm just a walking Goofy.
2: Oh, uh, my buddy said highlighter party. Those were always pretty good times in college.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, man, those um those paint parties got really popular there for about a year. Yeah, you like remember neon, that like, like the, the the neon rave things, the the day glow, all that stuff. That was the it was all the rage. All the yeah. rage. Yeah.
0: Highlighter parties were fun until you got that one clown that thought it was funny to draw inappropriate stuff on you
2: well that 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 would happen almost instantaneously. You just, <laughs> absolutely you just needed to you give might as that,
0: well do it yourself at that point
2: you, you just needed to give that person little attention, don't encourage them, and almost act like they weren't even at the party our
1: our big party it wasn't it was a a phone party. Somebody bought like a big giant bubble machine, and yeah. man that got out of hand
2: we We had one phone party. Remember though, we got kicked off campus right at the beginning of my second year. but, uh, the the foam out on that that was disgusting oh
1: man it we had somebody who tried to like jump into it they thought it would like catch him i mean it was uh, what it, it was hysteric oh man yeah oh that's, quite a wild scene we yeah. had we had a good time with it very good time with it
2: i mean what an idiot no offense
1: oh that just was really an exclamation point too just a wacky night
2: uh, yeah, one, one of
1: those that you just like wow we did that
2: yeah i uh it, it sounds like it has it wacky night in the nba yesterday i think if i were picking games in the nba y- yesterday alone i would have not even against the spread i think i would have only picked one i would have gotten one winner correct and that would have been the 76ers but the suns beat the lakers the hawks in an awesome game beat mm-hmm. the knicks trey young uh, Manuel quickly played well on that one. Julius Randle, obviously. And then I was not awake for this one. Didn't end until after midnight. But the Grizzly beat the Donnie mitchell Jazz mm-hmm.
0: by 11-point dogs, and they won outright by three. Justin, tell me you had a money line or something on that one. I did not. No, I'm like you, TJ. If I would have bet the money line on all the games yesterday, I would have gotten one. I-, I didn't think there was a chance Memphis would beat the Jazz. Even without Donovan Mitchell, even without Donovan Mitchell, zero percent chance.
2: See, I thought, and I, I didn't, I wasn't in Indiana, so I wasn't gonna make a bet. But I thought to myself, like, once the news came out, oh, I bet if you hurry right now, you can probably get a pretty good value on the Grizzly. So I, you know, I, I don't think it's crazy to think they could have covered if you got the number at the right time. But to win outright, even without Donovan Mitchell, I didn't think that they were gonna do it either. So I agree with you, but. Uh, a texter a little bit later on in the show and text in 502-414-1450, the best way to get in touch with the show. Uh, text in, uh, one texter made fun of us, though, because we all picked the Warriors. I thought that was a pretty safe pick. And it, and it shows what we know about the NBA, which hmm. isn't much. Devin Booker balled out for the Suns, so they get an early series lead against the Lakers. That one's probably going to be a long series, so that's huge for the yeah. Suns. And uh, it, the the Madison Square Garden was just absolutely bumping a uh, fun fun day in the nba if you're somebody that just kind of tunes in at the playoffs you came oh, yeah. at the right time
1: we we we've been rewarded uh for just not paying any attention all year until now uh for the like the the suns winning the first game doesn't surprise me uh, you you'd think it would take the lakers a little while to turn it on i know booker had the most points in franchise history for a first time playoff starter i think it was 37 no surprise there the, the Knicks Hawks, that one did surprise me because I just, I don't know, there's something about the Atlanta Hawks that I always just assume they stink. I know they had that one year with Kyle Corver and Al Horford and Jeff Teague where they were the one seed but you're like, oh, well, they're going to eventually fall apart. I just, I can't associate them with them being any good, but Trey Young is still doing Trey Young things and the ice in his veins, to not only make that shot, but then tell the entire garden in the most crowded game that any NBA players played in all season to shut the bleep up. Oh, that was that was pretty, I mean, because that was a rocket atmosphere, and it just felt good just watching it. You got Tracy Morgan, uh, you know, Spike Lee in the front row. Uh, they're, they're playing naughty by nature. That whole place was lit with like two minutes to go. Bogdanovich hits a big three where I don't even know how he gets the ball. But then for Young to just shut him up with a second left, goodness gracious, what a freaking ending to a basketball game.
2: And the thing was, it wasn't even the best game of the weekend. The Heat-Bucks game was more exciting and like a better basketball game, if you can believe it, uh, because that, I agree with you. The Knicks-Hawks was just absolutely insane. Did you hear the Madison Square Garden F. Trey Young chants?
1: see i did i i I didn't uh he mentioned that in his post-game interview but i couldn't make it out i i I didn't make it out quick yeah i
2: couldn't make it out either no you all just couldn't have been you all just must have not been listening or watching at that time it was it it wasn't that you couldn't make it out it it, like it was the loudest most insane thing i've ever heard in a game i'll send you the link of it i mean it was Was very it? it was it was like was it after I,
1: I, he did that head nod, like where he, he drew the foul with like thirty seconds, or was it earlier?
2: This was this was like in the first quarter. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, uh, I gotta. I, I need to find the link and send it to you all. It like I don't even know what the commentators said. It was hard to even hear them. But like, I don't know if they addressed like we're sorry for the poor language of the folks in the stands. But uh, it was absolutely oh, nutty. That's great. It's just a good first weekend of the NBA. And this is the this is the round where you're supposed to have some of the worst games. So uh, let me send that on over to you all on the text line so you can get an idea. We can't even play it on air because it's so – like I guess you could theoretically bleep it. But it was like the most orchestrated chant I've heard of an NBA game.
0: Nick, I agree with you, by the way, about the Hawks, how you just feel like they're just not a good team. But I also feel that way about the Knicks as well because they haven't been good in quite some time. So that should be – I, in my opinion, I think that'll be the best theories here in this first round.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm with you, uh, especially because, well, the one, the one difference being like, I do see Trey Young being a guy that just can go insane. And as great as Randall's played this year, you still don't see the Knicks as having just some dominant guy. Like Burks hit a bunch of shots for them in the fourth quarter. They had a ton of bench points. They they play well together as a team. Thanks to Thibs, but Young it's still weird to me, Terry. Like, you know, we used to interview Trey young back in the day and now to see him just still be awesome. And
2: <laughs> I don't know. Like I just never anticipated his style. Do you think there's like a shelf life on players? We interview that they still can't be awesome. They're coming into their own buddy. Can I know,
1: you- but I'm just not used to, it, cause that was really the only year that I got into it that much, uh, on the recruiting circuit before, like we got Jack on and then that kind of changed things up. So, and also, as my wife said, it's also amazing to me that he can make that much money and his hair still looks that bad. Worst like,
0: hair in the NBA, no question.
1: I don't I don't know. Like you would think he would tighten it up or something, but like it's real wispy. And I, I know that I should not be one to judge, but he has it. It's just like just get it a little bit more under control or something, buddy. Like he's got the lines and everything, but like I don't, I just don't get what he it, it reminds me of like the the way his hair blows in the wind is like the one dude with the really bad comb over that, like the wind catches it and it's flipping to the other side. That's what his hair does on the floor. I don't understand.
0: I did catch it at one point last night, Nick. Though, he has that bald spot in the back of his head, so perhaps that's why his hair is so long. But yeah, it's, oh. it's
1: terrible. So he keeps it
2: long to try to cover it yeah, up. Yeah, he's
0: he's see. got the Lebron. He's just having obli- he's circle. just having fun with
2: it. Who I cares? Guess. He's just having fun with it. It, You know, he doesn't have the best head of hair, so you may as well make it a little chaotic, confuse people, not let people really know what the heck's going on. Not a bad strategy, Trey Young. I'm fine with it. You both are crazy for saying that the Knicks-Hawks series is going to be better than the Bucks and Heat. Um, Maybe, maybe if you're talking – that that game on Saturday was there. Like, there's times where I was like, "How are the Heat going to lose this game?" And then there's times I was like, "How are the Bucks going to lose this game?" Went back and forth, uh, big shot after big shot. And remember, the Heat were the the class of the bubble for the most part up until the NBA Finals, and the Bucks are just absolutely loaded. So that series is going to be awesome. And uh, I don't think the Lakers, I don't think the Suns are going anywhere either. There's gonna be some games they just can't stop LeBron and AD. They're, they're just gonna be way too much. Mm-hmm. But Chris Paul and Booker, they've got they're kind of like they're the two seed in this series, but they feel like the underdogs, that's gonna be another fun series too. We are very hashtag blessed with this first round of the NBA.
0: TJ, I will agree with you. I think the Bucs and Heat will be the best series in terms of basketball. But I don't know that all the games are going to be close like you're going to get with New York and Atlanta. That
2: may that that that, that may be true. Like, I could see the Heat Bucks going to seven where, you know, Knicks-Hawks potentially five or six. But maybe all the Knicks-Hawks game come down to the final, final shot. I don't know. Both those teams love to score. Uh, and then we didn't even talk about the Mavs upsetting the Clippers on Saturday either. That one didn't necessarily come down to like the absolute end of the game, but it was still a competitive game, and the Mavs up in that series. So that would be a huge upset as well. But it's going to be a fun first round, and it just basically is going to be each and every day. The one thing I I will miss you all is last year in the bubble we had the day playoff basketball games, which were always a treat. Uh, I don't think we'll get those until, you know, unless it's the weekend. But no midweek playoff games, which I think should be mandatory, at least during the first round.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I will say I did not pay close enough attention Saturday because during the day, all of my attention was on the, the PGA at Kiowa. And yeah. and so I kind of, you know, I, I was like, yeah, you know, we got a lot of playoffs to go. I'll keep my eyes on Kiowa. And it delivered. I think it, it certainly delivered. And uh, the course brought its A game on Sunday. People were struggling. uh oh. We've, really struggling on Sunday.
2: We've got a lot to talk about with the golf. We're going to, we'll, we'll go to a break here in a moment and get to it. But back real quick with the NBA day game stuff. Just the times for tonight 7 10 o'clock. Obviously, us on the East Coast, we're not watching that 10 o'clock Trailblazers Nuggets game. Now, yeah. Tuesday, we have two that start either at 10 o'clock or later on Tuesday. Get that two? the hell out of here. It's an absolute joke. Wednesday, we have uh, two that start in the 7 o'clock hour. So that feels like a win for us East Coasters. Then Thursday, two that start 10 o'clock or later. Friday, we have one that starts at 9.30. It's just, you know, it gets mm. a little ridiculous. I'd much rather have some of these early games, but uh, we got to talk about the golf tournament. Phil Mickelson, your PGA Championship winner, will come back. We'll talk about it. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Roll on Big Country Sports Radio, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen.
1: Every night when the sun goes
2: down, just an
1: Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. Let's go over some of the symptoms
0: of marijuana use, shall we? You tell me who this sounds like. Slow moving, inattentive,
1: dull, constantly snacking, shows a lack of motivation. I
0: smoked two joints in the morning. I smoked two joints at night.
2: And welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen, go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday, join us on the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page, and listen to our podcast, leave a rating if you didn't mind, or review, that stuff can take uh, you only, you know, 20 seconds, helps us out, and remember our friends at Genesis Diamonds, at Genesis Diamonds, Diamonds are not a side business. It's our main business. Don't buy diamonds from a jeweler that doesn't specialize in diamonds. Their selection is limited, and their prices are too high. Get the value and the selection you deserve at Genesis Diamonds. That was a fun one. That was a good one. Over there on Shelbyville Road next to Trader Joe's. Roush, I contemplated putting Phil Mickelson in my DraftKings team He was right there. You know how you pick players, and then it – I don't know if you all don't do DraftKings. You pick players, you have a certain amount of salary, so so much money you can spend, fake money. Uh, But you pick players, and then it automatically will filter it to how much money you have left, and those players will be available. There was a point where Phil Mickelson was at the top of my little value budget list where he was like, he was the most expensive player I could pick to fill out my team – and i like looked at it and i said nope i can't trust phil i had heard a stat on like tuesday or wednesday that he hadn't he hasn't been in like a top five or a top 10 in a major in five years so i was like i can't he's just been it's he's too old like he's Mm -hmm. done i can't put him on this team and not that you pick everybody on those teams to like you're picking six people so you don't expect six people to win but i just thought phil was gonna do honestly what JT did and and probably miss the cut and just struggle in the wind. And, you know, he wouldn't have enough yardage to be able to outlast the wind. And uh, totally wrong because Phil went out there and kind of dominated that thing. We, ha- we had some drama, which was exciting. I was glad that, like, that 18th hole we had something to look out for. But you had a feeling really after maybe, like, the fifth hole on Sunday that, like, all right, Phil ain't giving this bad boy up. He he's he's too steady right now to to let this one go.
1: Yeah, and there was a couple moments early on. I want to say this third hole where Phil was a little shaky, and uh, so he he had a a long par save that he missed. So he bogeyed, and Brooks had a like, five foot chance to birdie and tie. And when he missed that putt, that that was his chance to strike and and kind of get force Phil to press a little bit. And when that didn't happen, it kind of left things open. And uh, Phil just played steady golf and let the course do the work. Uh, par golf one on Sunday. I mean, I think mo- I think he was maybe one over, and that was one of the better scores. It was it was really tough. Uh, it was really tough yesterday. So I uh, I was kind of. I think it was at seventeen two where he on that par three where he had the, the uh the rough as well and in my mind I'm thinking like oh god this is gonna be so like ah this is this is where the wheels come off but then I remembered oh it's Phil Mickelson he watch he's gonna just have a perfect chip out of this and then put one in and it's exactly what he did exactly what he did I was even imagining it as like a tiger s scenario where he you know hit the one from out of the sand at augusta i was thinking we could even get something that cool to happen because he was he was in the zone man and uh nothing could uh could stop him on sunday
2: well he did chip in from that bunker yeah i know yeah but i know what you're saying uh, i saw somebody on twitter be like tiger's master moment was still better and it made me think that like, yeah, it was better, but that that's, that, that's Phil Mickelson that like, he is, he is <laughs> yeah. Tiger Woods Robin. Everything that he does is just like a little bit different, but if it wasn't for Tiger, that'd probably be like yesterday's moment would have been one of the coolest golf moments of all time. But now people are like, yeah, it was a lot like Tiger winning the masters, but just, Maybe a little bit different, although the crowd at the end, oh, my gosh, we got to talk about that. Justin, please tell me you were watching.
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely. I was going to say, I think yesterday's moment was crazier than Tiger's moment. Tiger had all the people, but they weren't all up on him like the people. I mean, you had that one guy after Phil hit that shot with the crowd behind him grabbed Phil's shoulder um nobody touched tiger in that moment and then of course you got brooks kepka fills up on the green for what three or four minutes brooks is nowhere to be found and then all of a sudden he comes <laughs> through the sea of people it was insane <laughs> insane and, moment yesterday
1: and you could hear because of the the mics you could hear some of the security like gotta get this guy through here come on move him, get out of the way like maybe was, and i think it's because we it was the first time we were back like that was uh when was the last time you've been able to have a crowd follow somebody up 18, you know?
2: Oh, crowds across America, whether sporting events, there was concerts in Louisville, I, I you know, Churchill, Downs, Roush. Uh, I think if there was a crowd in, in uh, across Louisville, crowds across the country yesterday, a crowd across America, They, I think they were probably just hammered drunk because that's what it seemed like. Any sporting event that I watched or tune in uh, that had a big, large crowd, I do think it was everybody's like, all right, we're we're back like if you already Mm -hmm. if you hadn't already had your moment yesterday was it everybody on that golf course they must have been out in the sun they must have been throwing them back they must have been a little woozy i i maybe the course has answered for at this point but i'd love to know i guess they probably made the decision that like hey, after the last group is done, we will be okay with people walking on fairways. And the, the, restrict, the restricted areas are no more as the last group progresses, which that used to be like a course norm way back in the day, where it's kind of like, all right, you know, once the people are done with the course, you all can walk around and do whatever you want with it. But then people, you know, courses didn't want herds of people walking on their greens or their fairways. So some courses over the last couple decades would have blocked it off. Some would still do it. So I guess maybe their plan was, hey, after the last group's done, we're going to go old school. If you want to walk around the course, that's fine. You can even follow the last group after they're done. And I guess they just didn't anticipate like the rush to follow the group or it kind of snowballed where people were like, oh, they're allowing us just to keep following them, so let's keep going. And then it turned into, well, we want to be at the front of the line. I'd love to know exactly what happened because there is a scenario there, not to be a not to be a Davy Downer here, but like there's a scenario there where somebody could have gotten hurt where, you know, Oh,
1: Davy Downer. Get so, the hell out of here. Where somebody
2: accidentally like You know, somebody's that guy that's rushing up on Phil, Justin, that grabbed his shoulder. What if the guy behind him, what if he accidentally tripped and then, you know what, knocked into Phil and then Phil knocked was knocked over? Like, there's a scenario where things don't end as well. Or what if the rush is just a little bit more? The crowd or the security was obviously taken back a little bit. They were not prepared for that when Phil hit that shot out of the rough, like we talked about, and uh, it was it was cool scene, But I bet those golfers were like, "What the hell is going on right now?"
0: I mean, if we take off our fun pants and put on our adult pants, it really was a dangerous situation, not even just for the golfers, but for everyone involved. I mean, that was a lot of people.
1: Get, take your wet blankets off, folks. Come on. That was awesome. I mean,
2: didn't it. we both say that it was awesome, Roush, awesome yeah, and that we awesome. enjoyed it? It was a great yeah. atmosphere? But you're dumb to not think that, like, that was not planned. Like, that was not, like, how they expected it to go because it well, was a little dicey there for a second. To,
1: to take another take for my wife, she was like, what What are those security guards really doing? Like, they can't stop anybody if they wanted to. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you had those guys in the, the striped shirts trying to hold a string back but it was it was mayhem i loved it though because i i really golf was one of the first things that came back because you know like in louisville and so many other places it never left uh we were still able to play it throughout the pandemic but you did i i forgot how great it was to get those roars and it felt like they really did step it up even more and phil was just thumbs up and every i mean he was just a walking thumbs up throughout his entire round just go feeding into the crowd you know they were getting pumped up and it to to go kind of full circle he is the oldest person to ever win a major but it doesn't it doesn't feel the same because he wasn't like he looks better now than he did when he won back in the day um you know that the that the, they were showing the pictures of the oldest major winners in that old uh what was that guy's name old Tom old Tom, old Tom Morris old Tom Morris like that he, he only 60 years older than Phil I uh, it's it's just so odd to see the transformation of Phil uh now he's defeating father time as Jim Nance said still I, you know I, I I think Jim prefaced that by saying his best win or something like that it's like no the the masters was his best win it was his most iconic performance but this was a total cherry on top and it really cements his legacy as like, because tiger took away a lot of majors that phil would have had uh by sharing a prime with him and to still i like, guess just shows how great he was that he was able to get five while tiger was in his prime uh, to to get another one uh, towards the end of his career just really cements his legacy.
0: One of my favorite parts of that moment yesterday was when, right after Phil got grabbed and he gets up on the green. He looks kind of ticked off after that happens, and so you think he's not happy, but then he gets on the green, just throws a fist up. Everybody goes crazy. It was, it was so fun.
2: Really
1: but, wish that putt would have gone in, though.
2: I, I was thinking – about that justin I, I bet he was not probably thrilled or happy with how it all unfolded but like what else can you do in that situation you know you can't make a stink right before you're about to win a a, a major and you know the crowd is cheering for you even if they are be like even if security has completely lost control of it but no, I, I was happy to see him play into it and think about this We have Tiger Woods win, up until April, the last Masters that was held in the spring uh, at the age of, I think he was 43 when he won that. Then you have Tom Brady win the 2020 Super Bowl NFL season with the Tampa Bay Bucs. And how old was he? I think he's 43. 42, I think. 42, something in that ballpark. 43. He's 43. And then you have Phil, who's almost 51. I think he'll turn 51 next month. He wins the PGA Championship. Old people, back.
0: And I couldn't help. I couldn't help but watch that yesterday, guys, just sitting there thinking about where is Tiger Woods right now and how big is the smile on his face? Because you know he enjoyed watching that moment. As much as him and Phil were have been rivals over the years, you know they're good friends. Um, I, I, I loved the thought of just Tiger sitting there, taking it all in, thinking back to his Masters moment.
2: And Well, it may give Tiger like, all right, right listen, I, I've, I'm coming off another major injury. I, I don't – I'm skeptical that we'll ever see Tiger Woods super competitive in another round of golf, period, after that injury. You hear about some of the details of it. Sounded so he sounded so lucky to just even be alive. But I, I don't know. I thought about that, Justin. On the one hand, it maybe made him think like, all right, you know, he's almost 51. I if he can do it, I can keep doing it. I've just got to recover and get back to it. And, you know, I've got a few more years of being able to maybe that was like what his mindset was. But on the flip side, with their little friendly but competitive rivalry, oh yeah. Phil Phil may be able to be like, Hey, who got the last major between us? Uh, oh, who, it, who, it's, it's going to who won the Tiger. last big one? Yeah,
1: it's going it's to make Tiger back quicker than before, knowing that he can't let Phil have
2: the last laugh. I'm really nervous that, like, I wouldn't be shocked if maybe we didn't see Tiger in another. Like, I, I feel like he'll do it just to say that he did it, but I don't think we'll. I don't know if we'll ever see him in another like top twenty.
0: I've hope, said this from the hope beginning. To be wrong. Tiger will win another tournament, maybe not a major, but Tiger will win a tournament. You heard it here. I, I, I hope you all that. are right. I, I've I always been so. a big, I've
2: always been a big believer. I've always been in his corner and and think that he can do anything. But it's just I don't know. I think that that accident may be the that may be too much for him to overcome. But he uh, he can do it all. All right, let's go to a break. We'll come back. We'll maybe start getting into the text line. We'll we'll start maybe talking a little UK athletics because there was some exciting news over the weekend. You're listening to KRC here on Big X Sports Radio. Bro, T.J. Walker, uh-huh. Kraft, Justin Kalen. we'll be right back.
1: welcome back to kentucky roll call what's today october
2: welcome back kentucky roll call here on big x sports roll radio so. tj walker nick roush and justin Kalen on your monday morning uh, I need to hit up Bobby Cook Golf Academy because my chipping around the green is garbage. Me hitting out of sands is garbage and I'm sick of it. And I need a little help. And that's exactly what Bobby Cook can do. You can book your lessons. You can book, say, you can call and say, I need two lessons. You can go for an hour, you can go for 30 minutes, whatever you need. An hour for 50 bucks, not a bad deal at Bobby Cook Golf Academy. Matter of fact, it's a great deal over there off Exit 4 in southern Indiana. Only about 10 to maybe 20 minutes from Louisville, depending on what spot you are from Louisville. It's right off 65, makes it easy to get to, and you're going to love the Golf Academy, folks. Three simulators, It's not too hot in the Golf Academy. Feels perfect, A.C., You can bring your own beer so you're not paying an arm and a leg out on a golf course. He's got a great setup. Bobby Cook does. And go there. If you don't need lessons, just want to hit some balls, you can do that as well. Hit the virtual range. Go to bobbycookgolfacademy.com to learn more or call 812-913-4415. Fun golf discussion there. we got text line bringing some some good text up. We'll get to those uh, here in a moment. Do want to bring up some UK sports updates first the batcats did get one win against Vanderbilt so that's great that's a that's a big road win I think if some other series had gone the other way if you would you'd be happy with just getting one against Vanderbilt so uh, that was solid still just not gonna make the inslate tournament they're the 11 seed in the SEC tournament I think they'll play right when we get off the air tomorrow 9:30 uh, start they will take on oh who was it if they win. And they'll play Mississippi State, Florida. I think they, they play Florida. So that'll be a tough one for them. But And that's single elimination tomorrow. But if they win, then they get into the double elimination portion of the bracket. So they're going to need to make a little run there if they're going to have any chance at the NCAA tournament. So we shall see. In happier news, though, mm-hmm. softball team, super regional.
1: Going to take on Alabama, they had to beat Notre Dame twice on Sunday. And not only did they beat him, they shut him out. Shut them out, outscoring them seven to nothing, then four nothing in the final. Fourth straight super regional appearance for the Cats. They're two wins away from going to the Women's College World Series, and it—you know—when it, you've beaten, I mean, they beat Alabama in a series earlier this year, so it's not like it's impossible. You just got to be on your A game. I think it's good that it's kind of uh, the, the familiarity. Is going to make this a very uh, heated contest later on this week, Uh, and I I think it can actually benefit Kentucky because they're going to have to go on the road. You know, it's going to be tough regardless, but the devil, you know, actually uh, might benefit them.
2: it, It doesn't hurt. You know, I'd rather them have played multiple games against Alabama, although that does go both ways. Than maybe going into this game fresh. Alabama softball has never not been to the super regional. That's wild but it's it's i mean it's hard to fathom really and uh kentucky went two and two they they won the series that was in lexington supposedly some controversial calls in those games that alabama wasn't too happy about and then alabama won the home game in the sec tournament so uh cats are gonna have to find a way to win two out of three in tuscaloosa to get to the college world series it was a pretty tough draw but hey uk won three straight elimination games over the weekend they had to come back after losing Notre Dame. They had to beat Northwestern, and then, as Roush said, beat Notre Dame twice. So this team's resilient, but uh, Alabama's a beast. That's going to be a tough one for Rachel Lawson and her girls. But but, but we'll see. Uh, it'll be fun to watch, and that starts this weekend. SEC has like a million teams in the Super Regionals. Yep, it just means more, Terry. It really, really does. Uh, in terms of basketball updates, ESPN had a new mock draft that had Isaiah Jackson number eleven. Roush, I don't know what has changed over the last you know couple weeks that has that has him making that big jump, um, but I, I do still think he should be a top twenty pick. I do think he is going to go pro. As fun as it is to dream big, and it's worth dreaming big because that's how good of a player he is. Uh, if if he's projected to be lottery and 11th I wouldn't say comfortably in the lottery but you still have a few picks to spare you, you at no circumstance could turn that down
1: right right and uh, you know th- it's probably just the news we needed to humble ourselves a little bit we have been dreaming big uh, daring ourselves to to think about a world where Isaiah Jackson is back in Lexington but Probably for the best that this this is just a good little dose of medicine to bring us back to reality that Isaiah Jackson is not likely returning to Lexington.
2: Yeah, and that's not that that shouldn't be a surprise if that happens. But uh, the more the mock drafts love him, it's just like is he working out for teams? Is he doing workouts for NBA teams? That's we the thing. About
1: those. I, I don't. I have no idea what prompted the significant change. Like no no idea whatsoever. But Hey, you know, those guys got to put out some content. Maybe they were just they were waiting to take their time. I I have no idea.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh well, we uh we'll, we'll we'll keep an eye on it. Let's go to the text line 502-414-1450. A texter says, "Things I didn't expect to happen over the show on Friday. TJ get triggered over car analogies, deep breath TJ." But also can't wait for Will Mustang Levis to be our QB1 next year. (laughs) I didn't love the car analogies. I don't care what anybody says.
1: Terry, not a big car guy.
2: No, no. I'd like little cars.
1: (laughs) Uh, Texas says, fun fact, blue moon is called Belgian moon in Canada. And TJ, no chance PBR is anywhere as close as good as Bud Light or Budweiser.
2: Uh, false. It's basically the same. It's the Especially same.
0: If you, if you put lime in it, PBR is the best.
2: Never put. A, I've never put a lime in a PBR. Never even heard about it. Um, interesting, Justin. Something I'll have to take into consideration. But like Bud Light and Budweiser aren't good. PBR not great. So they're all the same. Like they're drinkable, I, and I enjoy, and I'll enjoy a nice cold PBR, a nice cold Bud Light or Budweiser. Uh, but yeah, they're they're the same. They're the same tier of beers, folks.
1: Yeah, not a big significant difference other than hangovers. Budweiser gives me terrible hangover. And I don't know what they were putting in the beers at Churchill Downs, but my God, I felt like I got hit by a uh, just a wall on Sunday. Hey, I felt worse Sunday than I felt in a long time. And maybe it was just my body telling me, hey, Roush, you're getting close to 30. But man, it was, it was brutal Sunday morning. Shout out to Brooke for waking up with Duke because I was – going nowhere fast
2: after golfing when we went to that pool and like my first dive into the pool my whole body cramped up that was hilarious <laughs>
1: like your calves and your uh, hamstrings, Every, a-
2: everything it was it was it was like it wasn't funny because i was like oh my gosh you know this is how people could theoretically drown but <laughs> It was also just like, I like it was so hard to move. It was pretty funny. Your
1: muscles were just like, no, no, we cannot handle this change in temperature, you son of a gun.
2: It was like, oh, you thought drinking beers on a 90 degree day walk in a golf course would be a good idea? Haha, we're going to get you now. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it, uh, drinking in the, in the heat roush. It takes a little getting used to, right? Like, it, we, there's a learning curve. You think we'd know it by this point, but we're not there yet.
1: Yeah, uh, it turns out water every now and then is also uh, beneficial. Mm-hmm.
2: All right, let's go to a break. We got a lot more text to get to. I think it's going to spark some, uh, some, some controversy, some arguments, and it's going to be a good time. You're listening to KRC here from Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen. we'll be back for hour two you
0: coming up next. You are. Get back
1: Over? You say
0: over? I ain't heard no family!
1: Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call.
0: Nothing is over until we decide it is!
1: With Walker and Rosh. We're just
2: getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Monday morning. We appreciate you tuned in, listening, texting into the show, 502-414-1450. And you'll appreciate the savings you'll get when you get the 2021 Big X Sports Radio golf card. It's hot off the press. You can get it today. And you can play some of the most amazing courses in the area. That includes Chariot Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, Christmas Lake, and play all of them. Card included, under $25 a round with the Big X Sports Radio Golf Card. It's a must for the golfer in your life. It's must for you if you're a golfer. And some of these courses you haven't played because you're automatically saving money the second you purchase this big exports radio golf card. Supply is limited. Get it today, bigexportsradio.com, 812 725 1457. We got Father's Day in a month. Be the champion of the family by providing the gift of the family. That's the big exports radio golf card. Roush, fun first hour. What do you want to do this second hour? It's up to you, buddy.
1: Um, oh man, that's a lot of pressure. Just handing the keys to the car. I know you don't like car analogies, but I'm going to throw out a car analogy and drive one over to the text line. How about that? 502-414-1450. Yeah, that,
2: I think that's a good call. Text line's got some pretty good stuff for us. Uh, nice. 502-414-1450. A texter, our Canadian texter, Golf Open Saturday in Ontario still on lockdown, but things looking up. Woo! Uh, what, I saw a TikTok. I don't. Again, you just don't really know what's real or what's fake. Of somebody in Canada getting a ticket for shaking hands with somebody else. Is that like is that real? I need our, our Canadian listeners to let me know what a, what a, what going on in Canada is real and what's fake. Uh, you've been so good in the past with that stuff: the milk in the bag controversy, the current lockdown situation. But can you get a ticket for shaking? hand in public in canada and if that if so roush what the hell's going on up there um justin
1: true don't right <laughs> that's more like it
2: that's a good one buddy a texture says listening to the podcast and heard you all say hammer golden state losers
1: yeah yeah i had a friend also giving me quite a bit of hell uh, You know, that's why that's why they say fade roush
2: don't listen to me boy if you <laughs> this is uh we're we we are bad gamblers i don't i didn't really know how to say it i didn't know how to get it out there uh but, but especially yeah. nba like i don't know anything
1: about like come on i, I just yeah <laughs> hey but we have fun though that's all that matters it's called right.
0: gambling not a for sure thing so make your yeah. own picks loser suck it yeah, yeah
1: and even when we gamble <laughs> like Saturday night, I had a couple big winners. Did I still have that money? Hell no. I just tried to win bigger, and I lost it. That's how it works.
2: Yeah. You know, like, oh, you know, you got to you gotta go big, buddy. Sometimes you got to risk it to get the biscuit, exactly. as, as we also took the heavy favorites in the game. <laughs> a Texter says, not sure if you boys like comedy podcasts, but Tim Dillon is easily the best in the biz. Uh, you're listening to a comedy podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously. Yeah, I don't know what did that. Uh I I've heard of that podcast. I think you were the first I've heard recommend it. Not that I've heard bad things about it, but um I I don't I like any and all sorts of types of podcasts. So
1: Tim Dillon sounds like uh, a quarterback from Friday Night Lights. I never Tim watched the, it a Corey the, Dillon. He was show, a running back. But Tim Dillon sounds like a Texas high school quarterback.
0: Yeah,
2: I I suppose so. A taxer says, whoa, don't you come after Owensboro. I may live in Columbus, Georgia now, but Owensboro born and raised. To be fair, to be fair, old hickory is far superior to moonlight. Sheesh, I'd kill for a mutton sandwich right about now but also this guy coming for TJ can suck it. Hey, I defended Owensboro and I appreciate you defending me to that mean texter from last week. But uh I defended Owensboro. That was a rouse take. So you, you get after rouse whoa, on that. Whoa, one. Whoa. I do
1: feel like uh the locals are more old hickory than moonlight. And I know they're very big like they they're quite the it's quite the rivalry. But I do feel like you get moonlight gets all of the 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 buzz but old hickory is the place you should really go to kind of deal
2: yeah and and those people argue so vehemently about those barbecue places you know they have to be good like you're not making that big of a stink if it's actually not legitimate
1: bro yes exactly like it it's got to be worth it to to get that intense over it so i I do think that the big difference is that moonlight i don't know what they're doing now but they used to like their sides were all buffet style so you would order your, your meat, but everything else was just eat as much as you can, as much as you want. And I think that's why Moonlight does have a nice, cause you know, you can get your, your cobblers, your, your mac and cheeses, all of your sides without having to choose. Whereas old hickory, I'm pretty sure is straight sit down all the way through and through. So
2: there is a, uh, I've, I've been known Roush if I've got appraisals out in, out in the sticks, if you will. That if I just find like a random barbecue shaft I'll go pop in and, and try it there's one I believe it's like Oldham County near Jefferson County line it could be Shelby County but I think it's Oldham County and uh, it's just like a kind of hole in the wall barbecue spot and it's really good although the name escapes me but if somebody said it I probably know it but uh, no I, that's that's if I'm ever out that far I don't think I'd be doing appraisals in Owensboro but I'm, I'll need to I'll need to weigh in on the on the situation.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, and quite literally, you'll weigh in
2: before and after because you're going to eat a ton of food. That's what I like to hear. A texter says, is it odd to put barbecue sauce on your hot dog? I'll let Justin answer this one.
0: Uh, odd, yes. Um, disgusting? No, I think that weirdly sounds good.
1: That's, but very I, odd. I, I think I've shared that before. That's how Brooks family, that's how they eat their brats, is with barbecue sauce on them. Interesting. Pretty Interesting. good.
2: Um, I when we came back from our honeymoon, I got some seasoning from Hawaii that like I, I don't know. I we I think we just bought it in like a gift shop somewhere. And it was so good. It was the best seasoning. It was like Roush, don't you put like the same seasoning on all your meats? Uh, yeah,
1: like I have a hamburger one that I go to. I have two different chicken ones, just depending depending on how I'm feeling. I'm feeling a little bit spicier than oh, normal, but yeah, I, I felt yeah. I felt
2: like last week you you like spilled the beans that you just used the same seasoning for everything. But this was that type of like seasoning, one that you could just like sprinkle. It just made it, it like gave everything a little kick. It didn't matter what the meat was; it just gave it like a little bit of pop to it, and it was delicious. But I had come up with the world's spiciest hot dog. And I'd put the seasoning on the hot dog and I'd put devil spit barbecue, just a little hint of it, like on the sides of the dog. And it was so, so good. It it really was an awesome hot dog. Uh, We ran out of the seasoning and correct me if,
1: if I'm wrong, but didn't the world's I remember you talking about the world's spiciest hot dog. Didn't you get too spicy or something like that?
2: No, I I think some people didn't love it because it was too spicy. (laughs) I watched uh, but 60 that had Minutes bar- last that, night. They make volcano bar- dogs. Oh, I saw that. Uh, I did see that. But, yeah, so uh, you're not crazy, Texter. It's not odd. You're you're going down a good path. Um, but No, it is very odd. But. But, but ketchup's the way to go. I mean, unless you can make it a little spicy. But just a normal hot dog, just put ketchup on it, no other nonsense, and, and you're rocking and rolling. Mm. You're ready to have a good time.
1: This is a big upcoming weekend for hot dogs and the like. Big weekend, cause you know it's the. Uh, I'm sure folks have been grilling out, but it's usually your first big get-togethers in a while. So looking forward
2: to it. Yeah, you gonna put down some dogs?
1: No, why would I put my dog down? Geez, TJ. Get...
2: Texter says this Hawks versus Knicks game is an absolute treat. The NBA playoffs is so entertaining because every single possession matters. It's not just a game of pickup like the regular season.
1: Oh shot shots fired at the NBA regular season. Uh and I still only watched the fourth quarter of that game. <laughs> you, you know, you're you're not gonna gonna be awfully hard to get me off that hill uh until it gets down to the nitty gritty of the finals and whatnot.
2: Uh well if you don't really care that much about the NBA, then that's what you should do, Roush, because Uh, If the fourth quarter's not good, then it's probably because the game isn't very good. So, boom, Mm -hmm. you didn't waste your time watching it at all. If the fourth quarter is great, who really cares what happened in the other quarters? You're still seeing the most exciting moments of it. Yeah,
1: the only uh, thing you miss is is them yelling expletives at a player.
0: Did you all watch that, Link? I'll watch it next break. I forgot
2: about it. That's nice yeah, that I, I go to all this. That's uh, nice I go to this too. trouble and you all don't even click on the link I send you. Nope. Um, okay. A texture says suck it, Knicks. It is weird. Suck at jazz. It is weird for me like kind of rooting for the Knicks. Cause I just inherently have always hated New York sports teams for the most part. Right. Yeah. impossible not to root for Kenny Payne, Julius Randle, Emmanuel Quickly, Nerlens Noel, Kevin Knox.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. And I just wonder what the threshold is before I start hating them again, you know? Like before they get too obnoxious. Because there's they, one thing about New York sports fans, they're going to get super obnoxious.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe, it's, base,
0: it's basically Lexington. Why is it Lexington? Whoa. whoa, whoa I mean, you've got, you got Nerland's Noel. Got, oh, yeah. I mean, they've got like, look, quickly, you've got three players on the Knicks from Kentucky uh, Knicks fans.
1: I thought you were talking about it's basically Lexington as far as obnoxious goes. And then we were going to have
2: to kick some Hoosier dingus ass. That no, I case. would
0: I would never say something so stupid on this program.
2: Uh, the texter did say, as Roush said, suck it, Jazz. They go on to say great night of betting. Well, that's good. Uh, if you had the Hawks and you had the Grizz, then you probably did have a great night of betting. So congrats to you, texter. You did you it, did buddy. it. yeah. Texture says, are you supposed to check out at the front desk of a hotel or just leave the keys in the room? Mm, Great question. Great question. This is is my area
0: of expertise. Mm -hmm. All right. So let me tell you all what should happen at a hotel. So you can leave the keys in your room. You do not have to check out the front desk. Hotels do periodic checks around 11 checkout time to see if everyone's gone. But I always tell everybody you have no idea how much it helps the hotel out to go to the front desk and let them know you're leaving because then they can relay that information to the housekeepers who then know that they have a clean room or a dirty room to go in and clean. So I would suggest going to the front desk just because it really helps the place out.
1: Ah, there we have it. There we have it. What do you normally do Roush? I normally go to the front desk. Roush. Yeah. I I'm, I'm the, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I've i always been a let's go out of my way to talk to more people than necessary. And that's just another stop pit stop for me. It's a good one. I'll, I enjoy it.
2: And that's after you left your room and you left uh, a, a 20 in there for the for the for the maids. Right. That's one thing I didn't it. start doing until recently
1: because I just didn't I didn't know that was a thing. I oh. thought it was just something you did on like vacation. You know?
2: Yeah, I'm like 50 50 on if I go to the desk or not. But it seems like you can either call or there's like an online option to check out on some of these places, Justin. So
0: Yeah, but, oh you have you have plenty of options, no doubt about it.
2: But if I'm walking by the front desk and there's nobody there, I'll go tell them and be like, Hey Walker two fourteen, I'm I'm out of here. And they'll uh and it's not much of a hassle. Nope.
0: It yeah. shouldn't be a hassle at all. Unless unless you're one of those people who are like, I need a printed receipt, an email's not gonna work. Then it's kind of you, a hassle.
2: You did that kind of in an older voice. Are you alluding that older people generally may do that they, more often?
0: They, yeah, they want their paper receipts. Emails are no good for them. So shots fired at old people. I love old people. But a text are more needy.
2: A texter says, Ralph's surprised by a guy compared to Steph Curry being good in the NBA, right on brand. Yeah, but like, uh, that's the
1: <laughs> thing is, a lot of kids try to be Steph Curry. And they just can't, because uh, it's really hard to shoot threes from fifty feet away. So, and, and also, whenever he was at Oklahoma, like I would have thought that if Steph Curry could carry Davidson to the Elite A, that he could at least make the freaking NCAA tournament. ESPN spent so much time hyping up Trey Young, and then they were terrible in Big Twelve play. So, forgive me if I didn't completely fall all all in for Trey Young. They went to the NCAA tournament. Well, they stunk. They were what an eight seed lost in the first round, I think. Yeah, but do you know what seed Davidson was? Uh, I think they got up to a Was that twelve? I was gonna say I think they were like the uh, one of the OG five twelves. So Trey Young,
2: so Trey Young took his team to a higher NCAA tournament seed than
0: Steph Curry
1: in one less games, many
2: many less games in the NCAA tournament. So what you're saying is Trey Young's better than Steph Curry? No. Texter says, Robert. Suck it, Terry. Trey Young hair looks like a lollipop that fell on the carpet and is now covered in hair. Oh, (laughs) man. perfect.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Perfect description. Nicely done, Uh, Robert.
2: uh, Texter says, how many of your all's podcast reviews end in suck it? Suck it, Justin, says one Texter.
1: Mm -hmm. I would guess probably 90%.
2: You'd think that's a fair number? Yeah, I think 90 percent. Yeah, I don't think that's too bad. Uh, I wanted to try to get to the podcast page, um, see if I can find it. And and maybe I could I could let you know just on a because uh, I haven't checked. I haven't checked recently, but uh, I'll keep you all updated.
1: You all see Kepka crybaby cripsy after the tournament about the crowd at his knee. Not sure what to think of him. He plays the bro badass dick, but then also cries a bit.
2: So I, after that texture sent that in, I looked it up because I did not hear it. And what he said was his injured knee got dinged a few times because of the crowd, and he said no one really gave a poop. But he didn't say poop, uh, and he made it pretty clear he was unhappy with security and the crowd. Do Are we calling him whiny or are we not? I don't think either of you all can
1: because you all were talking about how dangerous it was. Uh, so, uh, no, I, and also – Hey, I get having security for Phil, but you got to remember there's another guy out there. So maybe, I don't know, not force him to fight through a crowd of hundreds just to go play his ball.
2: Wait, so now you're coming over to our side?
1: No, I'm telling you, I'm telling you what your take needs to be. So just repeat after me.
2: So you initially were, you called us wet blankets.
1: Yeah, but for Phil's case, but Brooks didn't have any security around him. He had it he had it the worst. He was the worst victim in this.
0: Are you confused too, Justin? No, I think he is making our argument for us, is what's going on here. Which he's absolutely right. I mean, there was no security. Brooks had like what two security guys? Phil had eight or nine. I mean I'm I'm all right. If I'm Brooks Kapka and I put myself in his shoes, I am ticked today. And if and if it's true his knee did get hit, especially the injured one, yeah, I I am not a happy camper today with the PGA. Give me,
2: give me a break. Like golfers, just inherently whine. It's just what oh, they, they do. do. They want to whine. It, it <laughs> is, and like it, I, you know, if he's being honest, and his knee did get dinged a few times, I get why he could be frustrated. But this would have been a good opportunity for him to like spin it around and be like, "Yeah, that crowd was out of control. Good to have crowds back. Uh, we, I, I hope that they do a good job, you know, kind of keeping us separated in the future." But that was I've never seen an atmosphere like that. Like it was just a chance to build up a little goodwill uh not come off as a whiny golfer and spin the wheel what does the golfer do whines it's just there's this stereotype with golfers and brooks unfortunately played into it i get why he'd be frustrated we talked about that in the first segment but uh would have been a chance just not to come off as a baby and instead he kind of came off as a baby the
0: Texter's right, though. I mean, is there anyone more confusing in golf than Brooks Kepka? I mean, he does try to play that badass role, but then he comes out and has a situation like this. Very, very confusing.
1: Yeah, that goatee, too. Uh, I get really sending some strong villain vibes, which I'm all for, because he could have he very easily reigned on Phil's parade. Uh, but I, you know, I. Um, oh, he, right, he, just,
2: he just chokes left and right and uh and then he whines about it. And I like him and I'll be rooting for him, but that was a chance just not to whine, and instead he whined. Uh all right. This text oh this one comes after me. Oh compares me to Pat Forty. Let's oh, go to, wow let's go to a break, we'll come back. We'll read it, and then I think we're going to be getting into a little golf argument. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen. KRC will be right back. after. This. the sunshine, where the days are longer, the nights are stronger. I like waking up to this. Kentucky
1: Roll Call with Walker and Roush.
2: Sue me. It's a perfect way to start the day. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 961 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. here on Big X Sports Radio. Appreciate you tuning in. It's a new week, Roush. And... I'm still craving Salsaritas.
1: Man, I am too, because that salsa, you can't beat it. It's why it's in their name. The hot, I know uh, Justin can't handle the hot or the green, but it's great. Try it today or their queso or guac. It's made fresh every single day. Uh, You can get in a burrito bowl with your tacos, maybe even a uh, quesarito. We get the burrito covered in cheese. Salsaritas, it's the best, and it's incredibly convenient. Download the app. You can order ahead of time and save every time you use that app at either Middletown or St. Matthew's locations. Salsaritas, it's the best of the best.
2: The best of the best. We agree. All right. Uh, this is one of those situations where yeah, I guess I, I I say a hot take and I don't even realize the temperature of the take before I put it into the oven, I suppose. I didn't think what I said was really uh, about Tiger Woods was a hot take really at all. Apparently it was. The texter says, LOL, are you high, TJ? Not in the top 20. Hope this is your way of using reverse psychology and not your actual Garbo take. Tiger will be back. You sound like 40. He made his bed, now lay in it type take. Total clown show. Oh, man, he hit you with the total clown show at the end, too? First off, I'm a bigger Tiger Woods fan than you are, bro. Secondly, I love Tiger Woods, and I hope I'm totally wrong about that, but I don't think people realize the severity of his injury. I, I don't think people have a clue of just how injured that he he was uh let me shall i rush
1: sure shall shall you shall shall. okay
2: uh i gladly will uh because it it was pretty bad so he had open tibia and fibula fractures compound and uh basically it means it went through his bone went through the skin and neither and no, none of the breaks were clean breaks, means the bones had numerous fragments in them. So, those are pretty. I don't know if you know the tibia and the fibula, they're pretty those big, are, those big are pretty bones. important. And for the, and we had a little, you know, not probably quite like Kevin Ware, but we had bone through skin and not a single clean break. Okay. Then he, they, we still don't know to this day exactly what happened to his ankle or foot. But we do know that there were ankle and foot injuries. Um, that's not going to be good either. And then there's serious damage to soft tissue around the tibia, and the fractures would sustain, causes injuries to the skin muscle and the calf, uh, and blah blah blah, there's a few other things. Those were pretty serious. They had to put a titanium nail in the tibia. and this mm. is also coming and they had to put nail, they had to put some other stuff and do some other stuff to other parts. Um, you know, heal it and whatnot. Big medical words that I don't know. Let's not forget that this is coming off a guy who's had a spine infusion. Like This guy has already been through the ringer, and now you're putting titanium nails into him? And I get it. Phil just won at the age of 50, almost 51, but that car accident was super gnarly. And that Masters was super fun, and I'm so happy that he was able to win it, but after that Masters, uh, like two a tournament after that, he finished in he finished ninth. But after that tournament, he's only got one other top ten in America since then, and that was a ninth place finish at the Farmers Insurance Open back in I think twenty nineteen. So it's not like he was really burning it up before then. And then last year, he missed the cut at the U.S. Open, the same tournament he won in Japan. He came in seventy second. And then in the Masters tournament, the one in the fall, he finished in 38th. So let's also not act like he was after the Masters win that he was burning and churning and earning. I love Tiger. I want him to do well. I hope that he has another moment. If he ever wins another tournament, it may even be a bigger deal than his Masters win. He almost died in a car accident.
1: Yeah, he's also, what, 47 or so? Uh, rehabbing something like that, it's just it's going to take longer than normal. Uh, I ultimately think he's going to have it. Uh, and like Justin said, probably win just, um, I don't know, Farmers Insurance Open, or maybe he wins the Tory Pines one. Uh, I, I forget what the name of the regular season one is that they have out there. I, I could see him doing that, but like three years from now. Because he's probably not even going to get to swing a golf club for another year. You know, yeah, it's so, just, it's, it's going to take a long time to, to, to rehab and get back to normal.
2: So he's 45. You're right. I mean, it's safe to say he'll turn 46, I think in December. So safe to say he's not going to play golf until he's 46. And then will he be ready to hit the ground running for next year's season? No, no. He I, might I, do
1: a tournament or like, he might go to Augusta just because it's Augusta, but you know, it'll probably be one of those things where he just only plays a few here and there.
2: Yeah, I, I hope I so hope that I'm wrong and that these textures are right because this texture's not alone. A texture says TJ A. Smith with fire take. On
1: Tiger. <laughs> um, now to TJ Bayless for his take on Tiger.
2: I didn't think it was that hot of a take. Like saying that a, that a forty a dude that probably won't be playing golf until he's forty six or forty seven again, coming off just surgery after surgery after surgery, may not finish top twenty in another major tournament. I don't think that's that hot of a take, but I hope to be wrong about it, and I hope that he, uh, I, I, I hope that he wins another one. I hope he wins a lot of them. I hope he never loses again.
0: TJ, I don't think it's that hot of a take either. And for what it's worth, all three of those texts came from the same texter. So, oh, okay, it's it's just one guy that doesn't agree with you. But I mean, I could see it going. I love way. it though. I, I personally think Tiger wins again. I personally think he's in the top twenty. But it's fair that you don't. I I I don't hate you for that.
2: I hate saying this. I feel pretty confident he's not going to win again now. But even if he could, you know, make a Sunday interesting, that'd be that'd be worth it all. But I I I really hope I really hope to be wrong.
1: So TJ, your take right now? I actually had a friend bet another friend that Tiger would never win another major and it was a pretty significant bet to the point that he paid it off in monthly installments after Tiger won the Masters. So I don't what? know if you're willing. Yeah, like that's how large of a sum this bet was. So I don't know if you're that willing to, to, to put your money where your mouth is, but I know at least one person who has had that take and had to pay dearly for it. Well, I don't want
2: to. I don't want to be Lachlan McLean. Lachlan's hilarious. He he's been saying for like two decades that Tiger was done, and then every time, really, it's probably the last decade. But anytime Tiger would win or be competitive, he'd be like, oh, "Well, that's it, though. He's it's not going to happen again." He'd always be like, "It's not going to happen again. It's not going to happen again." Um, he shut up for a little bit after the Masters win. He's kind of back to it, but now it's not so hot of it it's i don't think it's so hot of a take uh, i think golf like experts don't really believe in tiger being able to come back from this and play at a level where he can be really really good the thing i did like this past tournament though is that like tiger adds such a added bonus to any golf event but i do think the sports in a healthy spot to kind of move on past tiger which there were times when Tiger was dealing with all his other issues where we were like, is, is golf ready for life after Tiger? Cause it certainly like Rory was the next big name. And it was like, Oh no, this ain't good. But I think now so many other people have emerged. You've got young people. I mean, Phil, heck, that was unbelievable. That adds a whole nother caveat to this thing. But I think golf is in a pretty good spot. So Tiger, take your time, come back. Hopefully he comes back 110% and, and can pick up kind of where he left off. But, uh, I have my doubts.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you, TJ. Golf is in a great spot. I mean, you look week in and week out. There are uh, upwards of 70 guys that could win any given week, in my opinion.
2: It's, I mean, that that may be a little high, but I, I don't think – like. There are certainly 70 guys that can be probably in the thick of it, and uh, that that's good. And then you just got multiple big names. That that was one of the weird things about the – like, I got it. It was just kind of like a crowd mob mentality yesterday when they were following him up. But mm-hmm. I was like, how many of these grown men are actually, like, huge? Like, you know, I like Phil. I was happy to see him win, but I'm not – like, I'm not, a, I'm not going crazy and following Phil shot for shot at a golf course.
1: If no, but if you were there though, and that was your first big time event that you've gone to in two years, like that, that all that that's all played what, into. That's it.
2: what it. That's what it was. I agree with you. I mean, that's that played. It, there was a little bit of like you know people make fun of golf for being a little broy and whatnot. And I was like, ah, well, we, we you got to kind of own it after yesterday. <laughs>
1: Especially like, the guy that on his second shot on eighteen that had like kind of a mullet behind him and. Just immediately fist pumped and went nuts like that was a very bro vibe, but it was also kind of awesome. Like I was kind of jealous of that guy. Not
2: gonna lie. <laughs> a texter says played in a huge golf outing with my college buddies this past weekend, and what a time it was! Very little things beat consistently laughing and having a good time, and eighty plus degree weather, swinging sticks and cashing checks. Hashtag Tremendous Vibes.
1: Oh, I love the hashtag Tremendous Vibes. This text, I'm interested to get to. I saw the first line, and I stopped reading it because I wanted to give my... Me too. I wanted, I wanted to give an unfiltered take on this. Guys, I hate to do this, but I have a major grievance with Eroquois Golf Course.
2: Eroquois,
0: Iroquois.
1: Yes. Uh, and I hate it because that's the course I grew up... I, I, I learned to play. played a tundra in college summers. And we have a major golf scramble there in two weeks. However, I was there this past weekend, and the folks running it were horrible. They didn't have enough cars prepared. They were rushing people in and out of the clubhouse. And when we were making the turn, we just finished hole nine. It was time to refill beers, hit the restroom. This guy yelled at us to keep it moving. I said, hang on. We just got here. This ain't Valhalla, pal. Calm down and let us get some beers and get back out there. We proceeded to yell at us that we were backing up the turn, so said, forget this. I decided to hang it up after nine, and they refused to refund me or give me a rain check for the back nine. They charged me, they charged me 102 for two to play 18 and four beers. What a rip sorry for the long text but screw Iroquois. I'm going to stick with the courses that support the big X that was for MOOC oh
2: wow whoa MOOC. MOOC.
1: getting into it with the guys right. at Iroquois. so
2: let's just be honest here I've been to Iroquois several times where they've had card issues now I will now now two of those times it's probably happened five times where I've gone there and they've had you get to wait on a card. Two or three of those times were during the pandemic. So I'm just gonna give everybody a pandemic pass. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter to me. Um, so but I don't think cart things are unique to them. So I don't know what the heck they've got going on with the card issues. Uh, the people that are like chirping to play faster, those people really kind of ground my gears. As long as you see a group that is like trying. So we played at uh, we, we played on Saturday and we were walking and that is naturally going to take a little bit more time but we were told twice to pick it up we were we were somehow got sandwiched in between a scramble like there there were a, i think it was a three team scramble maybe it was two team but i think it was a three team scramble but we somehow got in between them so if it was a two team mm-hmm. then we were just in between these two teams so obviously in a scramble you're going to play a little bit faster cuz you're just going to go pick up your crappy balls you're going to go to your good shot and play it. So like the clubhouse pro was coming up to us and they were like, Hey, we need you all to try to stay, stay with the group in front of you. And we, and we played a two hour nine <laughs> in the, in that heat at noon. Walking. And then, yeah. So we, uh, we eventually let the group behind us just play through. And then we never had anybody else see, on our tail. We never had any issues or anything like that. But it, it was like, you obviously see that we're walking. We're drenched in sweat. We're not like hitting multiple balls. Like, just shut up. Like, we are playing fast. If you took two seconds to watch what's going on, these are scramble groups. That's why they're playing so quickly. It does just kind of irk you, Moop, doesn't it? It's just like we're out here to have fun, and you're kind of you're you're ruining the vibes. The
1: the thing that I don't get though is like if if I'm playing too slow, then just let the other group play in three. I mean, the perfect time to do that is after nine. I would have said, all right, well they can go on. <laughs> that,
2: that that's the one yeah part that I don't get hundred for four, a hundred and two dollars for two 18s and four beers is pretty steep for Iroquois Golf Course.
0: Also, all the for what it's worth, I have looked into the Louisville public courses a number of times to play this summer or spring. I guess whatever it's been. All of them are ridiculously high. Shawnee the other day was like forty-seven bucks. I was like, what
2: Shawnee was forty-seven dollars? Yeah. Jesus.
0: Now, I mean it's and it's like that with all the public courses. Charlie Ventner Cherokee, Iroquois, they're all like way up there. I guess trying to make up for last year, but nobody's gonna pay that.
2: Well, no, last year they were pat like last year the golf courses did pretty well. Like Seneca for two people to play Seneca. If you got a couple beers and it was a hundred bucks, I guess I could see that. But really, you know, Seneca should be like seventy bucks for two people, eighteen holes and riding. Uh, that's that's pretty crazy to hear that. Um, don't like it. Don't, not really sure how to feel. Don't like it. I want those courses to do well. It's important to have public golf courses around Louisville, and we're pretty lucky to have as many as we do. Uh, but we don't want to lose any of them. But that's that's a, that's pretty mm-hmm. steep.
1: Yeah, I uh I did ride I went on a bike ride Saturday uh with uh, Brooke and Duke and it was uh it was packed. I could I could I could see by I mean there was a ton of people out Saturday. Nice day for it, so can't blame them.
2: Yeah, it's nice it's, it's nice in the mornings and early afternoon, and then that heat. <laughs> it uh there's no wind. It's not it's not great. Uh what do we got next?
1: I uh, kept waiting for the Mickelson meltdown. Didn't happen obviously. No real pressure put on him by Keck. Kepka or Louie, congrats to Phil.
2: Yeah, that was the thing, and you, you just thought, like, of all people, too, Phil Phil's known to hit some really, really bad shots. He, he You just never know. I think he even said in his post-game pro- press conference, he was like, this may be my last win, or I could go on a run. Who knows? That's like kind of just Phil in every shot. Like, this could go in the hole, or he could just completely – hit it thin, and it goes into the crowd and knocks somebody out. You just really never know with Phil Mickelson. But that that's the thing about those final few holes is it wasn't good for people that were behind. To have to try to make up strokes and attack those holes and try to go after the pins, it was going to be pretty difficult for for Louie or Brooks to be able to be aggressive enough. You even saw some of them try. It's just what can you do with that wind and how hard those greens are. And uh, that, that that course was gnarly.
1: I I do have to give... uh, I I think I know what Phil's X factor is. When you get to a certain age, you can play old man cool just by wearing aviators. I don't know if he learned this from uh, Grandpa Joe or not, but the old man aviators really just exudes cool. And I think that makes Phil
2: look about 15 pounds lighter. I think Phil is like such... I think, PB, I think he has a fan base just because he's kind of like the dork that got out, you know? He's the dork that made it. Like, he is kind of a goober. He dresses kind of silly. He's not bad looking, but he's also not like a model, obviously. He's kind of corny and cheesy. But you just like him because he's just a normal – he just comes off as a normal dude. And uh, he's just one of the dorks that kind of that made it. And uh, I, I've always liked him. And never like loved him, but always has kind of rooted for him. Well, he's,
1: he's got the, it, I don't think it's just dork too. It's also the average Joe, like yeah, while Tiger yeah. was lifting weights and stuff, he was just, you know, eating cheeseburgers.
2: Like, Exa- exactly. He's just, he's kind of just like the normal kind of just the normal fella. Just like he'd fit in with any of us doing this radio show, except he's a millionaire uh got involved in some bad investments too what did you see that like some people were trying to get those stories out yesterday right oh after he won well,
1: i i love that that's uh, some people like their only angle and life they're like i'm just gonna pee in everybody's cheerios
2: it really is just like what what what, what why like how is that fu- how is that fun for you yeah it was uh jeff hauser the SEC would have totally crushed Phil Mickelson for his indefensible pro-white-collar criminal defendant decisions by, by Second Circuit Supreme Court and like literally tweeted it out at 6.55 after the final putt went in. It said well, the real story behind Phil Mickelson's SEC settlement.
1: The SEC, it, it's where it just means more. So that's, suck it, texture. That's, that's exactly tweeter, right. you
2: A texter, uh, John here. Good morning to all. I believe LeBron was singing, don't let the sun go down on me in that locker room after the game. Wow, John. Nice little Elton John reference there, huh? I hope that trash bag gets booted first round. What a great first weekend of the NBA playoffs. What do you guys believe was the biggest win of the weekend? I believe it was Memphis beating Utah. We'll got to go. Talk to you later. Anytime an eight beats a one, that's going to get your attention.
1: Yeah, there is an an element of, well, they didn't have Mitchell, so you can almost excuse it a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm still the- somehow more surprised though that the Lakers. I know it's two seven, but it's just in my brain they're the Lakers. They're playing the Suns. Like this mm-hmm. should not be a contest, you know.
2: It's gonna be really hard to like convince your mind that like okay, this can happen. The Suns are actually good. The Lakers also good, but like this is a tough series. This could be this could be on a, a, a normal year, maybe a Western Conference at least semifinals, but maybe mm-hmm. even finals in in some years. But yeah, we're gonna have to trick our brains to do it. Uh, how do we feel about the LeBron breaking COVID protocols story? Oh, I didn't hear that. He went to t- he went to like his own tequila event or something like that, and that breaks NBA protocols and the way that they've been doing that this season, Justin, is if you broke protocols,
0: you were suspended. Yeah, but they won't suspend LeBron, will they? I mean, he's the face of the league, right? But isn't that hypocritical? Shouldn't they Uh, have a uniform rule and you follow that rule? Very hypocritical. But, you know, with the way sports were this weekend, whether it was Madison Square Garden, whether it was the golf tournament, and I could be alone in this. But does it seem like we're just kind of going back to normal? Just like with a snap of a finger, we're going to be right back to where we were Uh, pre-COVID? It seems seems like it. I mean, so that makes it it tough for LeBron because it's like everyone else gets to go out and live their life, whether they're vaccinated or not. And then here I am, probably vaccinated, but I can't go to my own tequila event.
1: That's the thing, though, Justin. He's pretty open that he's not. Like he's a, I'm going to wait and see kind of guy. Uh, Oh, so he's
2: not vaccinated. Be hilarious if the way some people talk to people about being vaccinated, you don't get that same energy with LeBron. and And that's okay. He can make his own call. He can do whatever he wants with his body. And that's ultimately, while LeBron, some of the stuff he does is as cheesy and corny as it gets. He does do a lot of good, but I'm looking at this, whether it's LeBron or not LeBron, I don't care who it is the cdc has said it's okay to go do things. He went to yeah. a tequila event, like big big whoop. Uh fine him if that's what you want to do, but don't make the don't make anybody miss a playoff game cuz they broke a covid protocol in may of 2021 after the cdc has basically said, don't worry about your mask, don't worry about your stuff. If you are vaccinated to be fair, but we don't know that if he, I don't think he's distinctly said he's not roused, and it's really none of our business. So I don't, I don't care if he is or if he isn't. NBA just needs to move past it, find them and move yep. on. Yep.
0: I mean that's it. Like we're we're going to eventually be completely done with COVID, whether it's still prevalent in America or not, we're going to get to a point where we act like it's not there. And and the sooner that can happen, the better it is for for everyone in sports in, in particular
2: yeah and then the only other thing about me saying me agreeing with John that Memphis beat in Utah was the biggest win is Roush, you're right there was no Donovan Mitchell but if the Grizzly have any chances series that's the game they had to win right like yeah you had, you yeah. had to get that one
1: especially early on like no Donny just yeah yeah that that was, that was the big one now if you just
2: if you give, if you win one more if you win one out of the next two probably, Things get a little interesting, you know. You've already flipped home court as is. You get one more in there and uh that'll be fun. It's best of 7, right? I still always get confused when the first round used to be best of 5 way back in the day. It's best of 7 in the first round now.
1: Yes, that's
2: correct. That's it's been correct. that way. It's been that way for several years, but every year I just need the I need the refi- reminder. I need the the confirmation. Uh Texture says Juicy's Barbecue is on the Jeff Oldham County Line on 146. That's it. Yeah, so it's Oldham County. Oh yeah, Juicy's. I've I, I like that place. I've never I just kind of came by it by happenstance and uh enjoy it. Thank you, Texter. Are they um any kin to Juicy J? Uh yes, cousins actually.
1: Ah, it checks out.
2: Yeah. What did you guys talk about when doing the first slow dance with your wife at your wedding? Or did you just smile and sway the whole time? Uh I think
1: we were both like Cause we, we did like a, we, we rehearsed a, a, a dance of sorts for the crescendo and we were like, Oh God, we're going to mess this up so bad, aren't we? And b- you bet your sweet buns. We messed it up. <laughs> you messed it up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was, but it was all in good fun. We were, we, had, we had had a few cocktails at that point. So we were just having a good time.
2: I think we just talked about how the wedding was going. And I think we talked about who was too drunk and, uh, I think how much fun we were having, it, it, we, not, not, we talked, but it wasn't, it those, was silly those, conversations. Those, yeah, those uh, personal, like,
1: just you and her while everybody's looking at you moments are kind of fun. Like, you're uh-huh. sitting up there at church, and it's just you two, so you can kind of, you know, just point whoever out and laugh, that kind of deal. Like, uh, yeah, great, great stuff. do. Have you gotten back into the wedding swing of things? Is is it wedding season for you? Instagram told me there was a lot of weddings over the weekend.
2: Um, I had that one, not this past weekend, the one before that. uh, Or was it two weekends before that? Uh, Two weekends ago, I had one. And then it doesn't really pick back up for me, I don't think, until July. But... I Actually, I think I have one. I don't know if I have one in June or not. But I, I think I have one every month starting in July go until like November. Mm,
1: gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm actually kind of excited to uh, to get back to it. It's just, it's just
2: been a while since I've
1: been in one. So,
2: only thing I hate about weddings is having to get suits like dry cleaned and stuff. You know, you wish you could just wash them. You clean yours? I mean, you eventually need to clean them. I don't clean them after every wear, but... I like to maybe try to go a couple to it's just always a pain anytime you want to do it though.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. You, but like you
2: don't you you never dry clean any of your clothes?
1: Uh I mean I don't I don't wear a suit that often.
2: <laughs> I, I know, I don't no, either. like I, I don't like either. after
1: my wedding I got that one because you know it it I you know, I wore I wore the hell out of that thing. Oh, but
2: oh um, TMI. You know,
1: you there's a lot of sweating, a lot of bouncing yep. around and all that good stuff. Oh, oh but yeah, God. no. Bet I bet there,
0: there was. I bet there was.
1: You know, I've probably gotten stuff dry cleaned, like, twice. Gotcha.
2: Well, I think there's some that, like, will pick it up at your house. Maybe I need to jump on that because I don't know. I don't even know why it's a big deal. Like, I, you just drop it off It's because it's not. You drop it off, and then you it's,
1: go pick it up, like, two days later.
2: It's super easy, but it's just, like, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Now that I'm saying that loud, I realize how big of a goober I am with it. All yeah. right, a texter says, The cross is a very non-trustful course to play. No hassle. I don't even know what they're talking about. The crossings golf course. Um, no, in this place that I went to on Saturday, like I, I've never had any issues. Everybody, there super, super friendly, and everybody's nice. I just couldn't, like, and they were nice when they were telling us, you know, about, like, speed of play and whatnot, but the thing, they were just misguided. They were just surprised people were on our butt, and the group in front of us was starting to kind of take off a little bit, and it was like, well, they're playing a different game than we are. We were all playing our own ball. It took us two hours, but – yeah, that's a good way to ruin – or not ruin, but that's a good way to make a Saturday a little worse on the golf course is by having some sticklers mm-hmm. talk nonsense to you.
1: I, I know what the crossing is now. It's kind of about pin run. Those are two popular kind of uh, North Bullet courses. Oh, um, okay. You all missed
0: a text, by the way.
2: Oh, we, we did. The text. I'll, what did we I'll,
0: miss? I'll grab it. Owensboro native here about old hickory and moonlight. We didn't oh. read that, right?
2: Gotcha.
0: All right, Owensboro native here. Old Hickory is definitely the local choice and is known for the better quality barbecue. Moonlight is the place you go for the buffet and sides. I believe Old Hickory won the Pitmasters Challenge for Kentucky on Food Network.
2: Wow, Old Hickory for the
1: win! Yeah, but sides are great though. So you know,
0: love them. Yeah, but I'm don't with go you, Nick. The sides. I'm a big, go... si- big side guy. Why you go for the
2: meats? You go for the main. You go for the main uh,
0: Yeah the main I mean, course. as good as, good as barbecue is, I love barbecue. Oh, no. Don't get me wrong. Oh, no. And this oh, this no. might be a bad take, but oh, there God. is nothing better than mac and cheese and mashed potatoes.
2: Well, I love a good barbecue mac and cheese. I agree with you on that wholeheartedly. But come on. It's it, where the meat it's where the meat's at. It's how, how I mean, good is the smoked meat?
0: See, I I like the meat, like I said, but when, when I'm at a barbecue place, I'm more about the sides. I, I'm more. I'm more impressed by them. I it makes the meal or breaks the meal for me. So I'm a side guy. It's disappointing.
2: Yeah. Disappointing to hear.
1: Uh, they're just so good. Though. I mean, even at the the graduation party I was at, I was pumped to have the spicy pasta salad and the mac and cheese as much as I was to have the burger. Like it's mm. just, it's it's awesome.
2: Like I love good mac and cheese. I agree with you all that it can really help make a meal. But like at the end of the day. You're going to remember what you're biting into, that barbecue chicken, that that barbecue or pulled pork chicken, brisket, and then the sauce kind of like drizzles out, gets on your mouth a little bit. Uh, nothing better. All right, let's end the show a little early um, because we missed a break, so this is making up for it. Yeah. And the deal's a deal. Yep. All right, everybody have a good day. Thanks for the text in the show. We'll be back on Tuesday. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big roll X sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll see you on Tuesday. Smile!